This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Hello, Tatiana. Hello. It's so nice to have you here all the way from the United States. Yes. We kind of traded places. I just got back yeah. from a vacation in the U.S. And now here you are from the U.S. and in Norway yeah. to visit your uncle, uh, uh, your yeah. aunt, some little cousins, yes. nieces and nephews and the whole shebang. How's it going? It's going great. It's really great to be here live and in person. And it's great. really an honor to have you here. Thank you so much. Um, great to be back in Norway. I the last time I was here was 2015. So it's been a while. I'm I feel like I, I've changed. <laughs> I'm older. <laughs> Everyone's been through oh, a lot. We all get older. Oh, yes. What a thing. What a thing. Yeah. So you um now, this is your second time then, or had you been in Norway before 2015? Uh, I had been once before as well okay. when I was like seven. So that oh, trip. that long ago. Yeah, I remember bits and pieces of that trip. But now it's nice to have more, you know, full-on memories. That, yeah, that's interesting you say that because that is the exact same situation with Snoopy and I, our two children. Yeah. Uh, they're 17 and 15 now, so yeah. they were old enough, finally old enough to really mm-hmm. get it, <laughs> you know, why they were there and the whole yeah experience with family and everything it's just everything gets better uh with traveling experiences i think yes. older i get yeah i'm sure it's the same for my kids it's probably the same for you yeah appreciating what norway has to offer every time you come here absolutely i don't know offer what does norway have to offer i don't know uh well it, what's really nice is family. last time i came family yeah here, family so, is huge yeah. last time i came was in the winter and i've really enjoyed being here uh with the beautiful greenery, yeah. being able to be in and around the water. Yeah. That's been really, really nice. And it's not as hot as everywhere else I've been. So it's been lovely. I got to tell you, if there's a downside to being back home in Ohio these last few weeks, it was that heat. Yes. It was 90, 93 degrees a couple of days and yeah. just crazy humid. I don't know if they're yeah. used to it. I'm definitely not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Lake Erie bringing all that moisture in there is just horrible. Yes. Um, I want you to, if you would, please say a couple of things about the work that you're doing. Now, you were my guest, yeah. I guess it's going on two years ago now. Yeah, maybe even three. I think it was 2020. You know what? It was 2020. That was the first year I did it. Yeah. yeah it was 2023, three years ago. Yeah. Um, and since then, I've been wanting to have you in. And now here you yeah. are live in person. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I love to do on my program is help fellow artists promote what they're doing. Talk about your work, what you have coming up with your one lady show. Yeah, so I'm very excited. Um, right when I get back, so soon in in August and September, I'll be working on the world premiere of a new concert musical theater piece called Penelope at the Hudson Valley Shakespeare Festival, which is uh, about an hour north of New York City. And uh, yes, it's a one woman plus band piece there's there's a band and they'll be with me supporting me (laughs) um and it's uh, a new work uh by alex bechtel grace mclean and eva steinmetz based on the odyssey the classic classic old text the odyssey but a retelling from the point of view of penelope the wife of odysseus um but it's it's as if Penelope were, you know, putting on a 70 minute concert just about her her waiting. Uh, if you know, if for everyone who hasn't read the Odyssey lately, which I did read and it was it was interesting. Actually, Go and read it, people. I've read it. Yeah, it's it was, been a long time. I read a good read translation. It. Yeah. it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Check it um, out. Uh, 
she has been waiting for him for 20 years at the point of when the the musical takes place so it's about waiting into her whole thought process yeah that whole thing about anger the the grief the love the frustration um and also the music is some of the most stunning music i've ever heard the music is really really gorgeous in this piece so i'm very excited for that um and yeah that's that's penelope that's penelope into the mind the inner workings of the mind of penelope yeah i like that it's a different twist i had an uh author friend uh in here lisa strumma who writes uh historical fiction cool which demands a lot of research because it's based on actual historical facts that she then then turns into a work of fiction. And I see similarities with this thing with the point of view of Penelope that probably hasn't been explored in too many works up until now. So it's based on something that's already there and now it's a twist. I like that creative process. And that's something that uh, I'm finding a lot of theater companies are doing these days, which is really exciting in many ways because... It's like we we've told a lot of these stories before. So how right. can we tell them in a new light? I think it's also important to invest and produce in new works. Um, oh, sure, uh, sure. But but this is a new work. So yeah. it's a new work with a familiar way in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, 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 it straddles the sort of the time period of it feels sort of ambiguous, which I like. Right. right. She uses very contemporary language in the okay, show. I was going to ask that. Is it yeah. in the Shakespearean? Uh, Not at uh, all. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's also definitely like PG 13, I would say, but oh, it, it's, it. yeah. <laughs> um, but she talks about, you know, she says things about the weaving, which Penelope does in the Odyssey and um, like the suitors, all, all the plot points are the same, but the language sounds right. extremely contemporary. Excellent. Yeah. Again, history with a twist. Yes. Yes. What what brought you into the arts? You know, you sing. Yeah. You you write. Yeah. Uh, you play. Uh, piano. A little piano. Piano. piano I did study. Yeah. I piano and cello. Actually, I played all cello, the time growing up, okay. and I should get back to playing again. But I played for eight years growing up. So so, so something. Mm-hmm got you interested in this was it a particular occurrence in your young life at that time was it a uh another artist that you looked up to maybe a combination of the two yeah definitely i would say a combination of the two my family was really supportive of the arts and just very we always had music playing we watched movies went to Mm -hmm. theater um just a big arts family and it was one of those things as I get older, I'm like, I just knew. I just was like this. I, I love putting on little shows for my family. I do feel like uh, once I started doing full on performances, when I was about 11, 10 or 11, I started doing uh, performances at this big theater in Atlanta where I grew up, the Fox Theater, which is a huge oh, 4,500 seat theater, yes. like gorgeous. And I was like in the kids' ensembles of um, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and Beauty and the Beast. And what a great stage to stand on at that age! Yeah, it was lucky you, stunning. And I bet, I bet. Yeah, I remember doing my first show there and immediately thinking, like, oh yes, I this is indeed. I have now put into practice. <laughs> I'm in the right place. <laughs> yes, what I thought I would love to do, and I do really want to do it. Um, but so, I, yeah, 
Yeah, so it wasn't one occurrence. It wasn't one mentor or one figure that inspired you. It was kind of a yeah, kind of conglomerate of, of, of influences that, that, that opened your eyes to what entertainment and art could be. Yeah, and my parents invested in me and in my training. Yeah. I wonder how many, I don't know whether it's a pop artist, whether it's a, uh, a jazz artist, whether it's a writer mm -hmm. uh, who never came to be because they didn't have yeah. parental support. Isn't yeah. that key in this whole thing? It's huge because, uh, you know, it, it can be a very challenging path in every sense, financially, emotionally. Uh, it's, it can be a very, you know, the stability is not there. Um, so you have to really love it. And it really makes it easier if you have people who believe in you. The stability is not there. What can you say more about that? What do you mean by that? Uh, of of choosing a career in this oh, path. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Here we are. We're adults. We've made our decisions. Yes. But where is the stability? You know, yes. we're, we're, we've we're been talking about this a little bit in my living room. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're giggers. Yeah. You know, uh, there's nothing solid about that. You don't no. know what's going to happen the next day. But doesn't that, when it comes to creativity, isn't that uncertainty a motivating factor? Yeah. And I it think. It kind of forces me, at least, to be in the moment when I'm writing a new song or when I, I'm, I'm in the yeah. moment because there's no sense in worrying about how big it's going to be or if it's going to hit or not yes. because we just don't know those things. So I've kind of. I hope matured enough to where that's not a concern. And I'm yeah. just in that moment of creativity. Yeah. Is that something you experience? Yeah. That ability to be very present yes. in what you're doing because it, it, uh, it has an end date too. That's, that's right. a real thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it doesn't last forever, which is bittersweet, but also, uh, I was talking with my cousin the other day about how because I do all these different jobs, I'm able to like meet so many wonderful people all the time. Like I have new yes. coworkers all the time, yes. and they come into my life and Each change project my life. Is a new family, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, so it just opens up your mind in so many ways. And I, I, I'm not at all where I thought I would be in in a wonderful way, just because I never could have expected some of the twists right. and turns right. because of these new every new opportunity. And I, I kind of alluded to the fact that we don't care about success. We do care about success. We yeah. want that high of applause. Yeah. We want that high of being recognized for the for the work that we do. Mm -hmm. But uh, if we get too caught up in that, I found anyway, to, that to get too caught up in that or to expect that or to want that too much, it pulls me out of the moment when I should be more focused uh, and also more open to the enjoyment of the creative process. Absolutely. I find that the more I've been working in my career, the more I've found that what I'm really excited about is who can I collaborate with yeah. and and what is the piece about. But it's also, it could be the best piece <clears throat> ever, but if I don't know that the collaboration will be strong, then I'm not interested I can give you a strong collaboration. Hey, well, there we go. People, if you're watching on YouTube, write in the comments, hey, yeah. Tatiana, collaborate with John Allen. There we go. Coming <laughs> coming soon. Um, but yeah, it's 
it, it's about that time spent with the other artists. Yes. Again, it's that family experience. Yeah. I, I've made so, I look at every guest that I have on my show, for example, as a friend, a yeah. brother, a new brother or sister or friend. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that's special about being uh, uh, in, in entertainment or in the, the, the creative business, as it's so often called. It's that openness. Uh, if you allow yourself to be open, uh, you, you, you can broaden your, your world. You can yeah. bring friends into your life. Lasting friends yeah yeah absolutely um we don't have a lot of time uh but i do want to ask you uh can you tell us your best experience your most fulfilling or most giving experience mm -hmm. as an artist hmm. i feel like i have a couple different answers uh, yeah well <laughs> there's there's uh the answer that's the best experience for how it felt for me um which was i did this show in oregon i worked at the oregon shakespeare festival um and actually both shows i did there in different ways but i did this show called love's labor's lost it's a shakespeare play and that was just the most free i've ever felt because uh. it was outdoors it was this gorgeous this huge theater outdoors and it was so silly and our director really uh, allowed us to just bring our full, like, childhood yeah. selves into the room. Yeah. And I felt such a sense of freedom doing yes. that show. And also, I think with that one, it was just release and freedom. And that was really exciting for me. Um, I do think uh, there have been other things that were fulfilling in other ways, uh, but the the pressure felt higher. Also at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, I did the uh, a version of Oklahoma, the musical where I played. Do you let me interrupt you? Do you yeah. thrive on 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 pressure? Do you thrive on that? It's funny. It's, Is it a it's, motivating factor for you? I do think I can work under pressure for sure, and I can I can deliver. I can get through it. Um, it can be stressful though. So it's trying to find, and that's what's hard in this business too, because that's always going to be there. Yes. So figuring out how to manage it. Yeah. And I think I am overall getting better, better with it. There are mm -hmm. times where I'm like, I've totally conquered it. Like I'm fine. <laughs> then the next show happens and you're <laughs> and you humbled humble. quickly. Then you get humble. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I'm sorry. Um, uh, but, but again, about Oklahoma and, and yeah. I want to make it, it's kind of ridiculous that I interrupted you kind of again because after our first episode three years yeah. ago your father yelled at me for not asking oh. you about that oh performance for Oklahoma. so please tell because yeah. there's something very special about this people tell yeah us, it was uh, a reimagining again history with a twist i love that kind of project yeah. a reimagining of rogers and hammerstein's oklahoma and i played curly which has always i was the first woman to play that role um and yeah some of the other the first roles woman were to play swapped. the male role of curly in yeah and it was also i think probably the first time in my career where i was really playing like really a leading role in a full production at ah. a big theater so that was also the pressure i start the show the show starts with a solo that That's i right. sing i come on stage and i remember every single night before i started the show i always had this moment where i would felt like I could just run outside the door. Like I could just run through the doors and leave the theater right now and not do the show because this is terrifying. Because I stepped on stage and the audience immediately was like, oh, this is, I mean, they knew through the promos and stuff, but right, immediately but you're seeing it. like, yes. this is a different yes. version of the show. Yeah. 
and we're going to immediately decide how we feel about it based on this one solo. So it was terrifying, but then the sense of freedom after I got through that first song ah, <laughs> was so fulfilling. Um, what year was this, by the way? That was 2018. 2018. Yeah. Um, and also I got to do a Broadway show last year and and getting to like <laughs> do the check mark of... <laughs> Done it. Yes, I have performed on Broadway in a new musical was hugely fulfilling. Mm -hmm. You know, it was with uh, it was Mr. Saturday Night, the musical starring Billy Crystal, based on the movie. Mr. Did you hear Saturday that, people? Night. Starring Billy Crystal. Yes. Okay? He's not just a whoever. Yes. Yeah. This is Billy Crystal. I grew yeah. up on his comedy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I got so excited when uh, your family told me about that because. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, I, I guess it depends on your age, <clears throat> but uh, for me, and especially doing the stand-up that I do, yeah. uh, Billy Crystal is definitely an inspiration and yeah. it's kind of surreal, not kind of, it is very surreal to imagine. Uh, uh, I, I guess it's kind of a corny question. It's kind of a bad host question, but what was it like to work with Billy Crystal? Well, it's so funny. I feel like the more and more this happens, to me, uh, when I meet people who I yeah. have seen in things growing up or watched yeah. on TV, it suddenly becomes two different things. I'm like, ah. oh, there's that person who I watched and everything is one person in the world. <laughs> guy, and then yeah. this guy is a completely, yeah. it, even though it's weird because they have the same body and voice. But you're <laughs> but in, it's, it's a context, I think. Yeah, and it's different. I'm like, kind of, You're kind yeah. of forced also to realize that I'm not just a kid on watching TV exactly. anymore. Now I'm an adult. I'm yes. a professional. This is my art. Yes. And yeah, this this person here is famous, but then you get used to it. It's kind of get, funny. Yeah. You kind of like forget that sometimes. Like, isn't that in a sense? Uh, and I'm not saying we're arrogant, but in a sense, is that not our acknowledgement of our legitimacy of an artist when we can actually work with someone like that and not get all Google eyed yeah. and, and and turn into a fanboy? And I think that's part of like deal whenever you deal with imposter syndrome. I yes. whenever I deal with that, I try to get very like scientific. Like, what does <laughs> the evidence show? The evidence shows that you have been hired for jobs, yeah. <laughs> and you have done jobs with these people and these people and these people. So listen to the evidence and don't listen to these silly thoughts right Isn't now. Isn't that important to engage in that introspective moment yeah. and? kind of evaluate what you know step aside and how would a stranger look at yes. my accomplishments well you know what it's actually I'm kind of legit you know yes. isn't that healthy to do that absolutely yeah. I try to do that with myself of course it doesn't always work but no. I try to remember that and whenever yeah. I have friends dealing yeah. with that issue that's what I tell them yeah, yeah. interesting Billy Crystal everybody he's yeah. uh Broadway musical I cannot remember the name of his, he had a very, very popular stand-up uh, show, uh, a stand-up tour in the, the 80s, where he he um, he went into a persona of a Russian immigrant, and there was this theme of his of a Russian mother telling her son to always wear a coat. Oh, I don't remember. Always wear a coat, and it was he was talking about the yeah. struggles of being in Russia during communism immigrating to the U.S. eventually and having to 
rethink his entire life and everything. It was a beautiful, of course it was funny, right? but there was also a lot of emotion and a lot of yeah. feeling, a lot of uh, retrospection in this mm -hmm. thing. And, and I was just a kid, I was 12, 13 years old watching this yeah. on the HBO of old. And just so impressed with that man's talent. And, yeah. and that's that's when I started to love Billy Crystal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Excellent that you got to work with him. Yeah, it was very, it, it was funny how like being on Broadway, doing like this big, kind of like big budget, big yeah. people thing. Yeah. It felt big, but then I also was like, oh, this is the same thing I've been doing my and whole really time, is. just like a yeah. little bigger. And that was comforting. Yeah. To be like, oh, I have prepared for this. I, I can identify uh, with that. Um, now, I don't have the most confidence in myself as a as a musician. Yeah, I know I'm a good composer. I know I'm a good lyricist. I know I'm a good writer. Mm -hmm. But the actual musicianship, yeah. you know, it doesn't flow when I pick right. up a guitar, it doesn't flow when I play piano or bass yeah. or whatever. I really, really have to work on that. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, with a little bit of introspection and with a few experiences of people asking me to actually work with them, yeah. people who I thought were beyond me, yes. but they come and they ask me to to work with them. Uh, it's not a Billy Crystal moment, but it's 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 in that it's on that same street. Yeah. And I th and I talk about this every chance I get with artists because I think a lot of us sabotage our own careers mm -hmm. because of imposter syndrome mm -hmm. don't brag don't be arrogant but take that time to acknowledge and i'm speaking to anybody out there who's an artist who's listening uh, you and i know this but yeah. we have to take that time for a little introspection and realize and recognize that we we have talent yeah and let's get rid of the shyness get rid of the uncertainty and actually get out there and make it happen and collaborate with those artists that you know are better than you, mm -hmm. but do it with the knowledge that they're also going to lift you up. Yeah. I bet you learned a lot working. Uh, well, yeah. let's, let's, let's say this. Um, I don't want to sound patronizing. I bet yeah. you learned a lot. No, yeah. it's not that, but can you talk about the significance of Broadway? Yeah. Well, actually I feel like part of the aspect that I learned the most from was that I was actually an understudy on the piece, which meant, I was there every day, but I only performed, you know, when other performers couldn't. Yeah. And I had never understudied before. So in some ways it was less the like doing the show was less of the learning lesson. Whenever I went on, I was I like, see. this feels familiar. Yeah. But it was like the life of being an understudy was new to me. And it is, they are so undervalued. <laughs> I think there's been more appreciation for them now because especially in the era of like COVID canceling shows right. and other reasons for canceling shows, right. they've been able to continue because of understudies and yes. it can be really thankless sometimes. It's such a hard, hard, hard job. And so I can imagine. Yeah. That was like a huge, huge learning lesson to just like the first time I went on, I had never had a rehearsal on stage with the lights in my costumes, nothing. Really? I had just, I think both the, before the show, I ran through the lines with Billy, had never had like an onstage rehearsal with him. No. And then you just <laughs> do the show. I had had, we had understudy rehearsals on stage, but they, we had the other understudies or like other people doing yeah. it with us. So I'd never done any of the scenes with Billy until there right. was a full audience there. <laughs> so you learn to trust yourself and just 
trust the muscles. It's yeah. Trust the muscles. Learn to trust yourself. Trust the muscles. That's all a part of maturing as an uh, as an artist. Mm -hmm. I think the worst thing an artist can do is stagnate. Yeah. And again, that stagnation happens mostly because of imposter syndrome. You start feeling like you don't belong, like you're not yeah. good enough, like you haven't earned it. And I always try to remember. If someone else told me I sucked as a musician, I'd get pretty, I'd get pretty irritated. So I, yeah. I try to not think that way about myself. It doesn't exactly. always work. But in moments of introspection, I'm like, okay, how would you feel if someone else yes. said that? Yes. Same thing as an actress, I would imagine. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the interest of time, I want to go forward to a new thing. I don't think I did this when you were on last, yeah. but I like to ask my guests to uh, to do a couple of things for me. Um, the first thing I like to ask you, I'm going to say three words, okay. and I want you to finish the sentence. Did I do this with you before? No. Yeah. This, yeah. Is a, this is a new thing that has come since then. Okay. Three words, and then you finish the sentence. Okay. Tatiana Wexler is... Chill. And and that's uh, kind of that. I mean, a lot of different things with that chill, as in like trying to be open to whatever things arise. Receptive. Yes, trying to be thankful for what is here and for what will uh, come next. I like it. Yeah, it's kind of a holistic, uh, yeah. uh, new age uh, way of thinking. Yeah, which is beneficial. Absolutely. I'm in the same vein myself. Cool. Um, and then the last thing I'd like to ask you to do, the second thing I'd like to ask you to do is, um, I think I, I told you this uh, off camera and off the microphone, but mm -hmm. I find you incredibly talented and, and very inspirational. Um, that comes from the bottom of my heart. I think as an inspirational person, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one who you inspire. I'm not the only one who recognizes your talent. So with that in mind, mm -hmm. is there something you can say looking into the camera right there, something you could say to an aspiring artist? Mm. Maybe there's a teenage uh, girl out there who has some hopes and dreams. Mm -hmm. uh, it might be a truck driver driving down the road who just needs an extra little piece of inspiration yeah. in his or her life. Is there something you can say to that person who's watching or listening right now to kind of help them along their way on their journey through life? Yeah. Um, I would say keep training in whatever way training means to you, uh, whether that's a formal class or your own work by yourself. Uh, keep uh, watching or listening to or following those who you admire and their work and figure out why, what you like about their work and um, find people who you can be yourself around and who, um, who think of you when you're not in the room for opportunities uh. and, uh, and mentors. That's the other big thing I've have been uh. so fortunate Shout with it out. mentors. So um, many of them have been professors of mine. I was very fortunate with my uh, training in college. Yeah. And I I will tell everyone all the time everywhere <laughs> that I would be nowhere without them and their guidance. Um, so so find those those folks in your sphere who Amen you can to talk that. to. Amen trust. to that. Mentoring is so uh, important. And if you have the opportunity to mentor do that as well. Yeah. Seek out mentoring, but also put it out. Yes. Uh, 
Beautiful words. Thank you. Beautiful words from the beautiful and talented Tatiana Wexler. Uh, this has been a long time coming. Thank you yeah. so much for doing this. Thank you for being a guest, not only on my show, but also in my home. Thank you. You have so a couple much. family members in the other room waiting on yeah. us. Uh, we're going to go back and join them and have a little bit more uh, fellowship with uh, beautiful people. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for doing this, Tatiana. I Thank really appreciate you. it. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Go Bye. out there, love and be loved, and enjoy the process. Bye now. Thanks. Thank you.